Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, May 12th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I am Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. Grace, I've been complaining in recent weeks to (laughs) Ashley when on the days that I'm off, it seems like you and her get all of like the super big stories. And yesterday you did because there were so many shows that got announced to be returning to Broadway. But I do feel like I have the upper hand now because today a show I am on has even more shows that were announced to be returning. So I feel like a little bit of turnabout is fair play. So I am quite pleased to be able to talk about all of these shows uh, announcing their return dates today. Exactly. Like we've got we've got a ton to talk about on the show, but we also I'm going to start with what we got at the bright and early uh, Good Morning America <laughs> announcement. So after yesterday's astounding amount of openings, like Matt just said, we have even more exciting news today. This morning on Good Morning America, Hamilton, The Lion King and Wicked announced their return to Broadway for September 14th. These three major Broadway shows announced in a joint appearance, which I was like, OK, like go yeah. off. Uh, The three shows will reopen on the first day that Governor Andrew Cuomo has declared for Broadway productions to reopen at 100% capacity. As you guys know, we talked about it on the show. Chicago announced last Friday that they're going to reopen on September 14th. September 14th is the big day where they want everyone to come back. That's what they're all doing. So now that's four shows opening on September 14th. Uh, The Good Morning America announcement Tuesday was made by cast members from each production. Alexandra Billings, who's playing Madame Morrible and Wicked before the shutdown and now as well. Crystal Joy Brown, the most recent Eliza and Hamilton, and L. Stephen Taylor, the longtime Mufasa from The Lion King. Again, this is the day after many of these principal contracts expire, which is on September 13th. So I'm looking forward to seeing who stays on and who isn't returning. I'm not looking forward to anyone being fired, by the way. That's not me. Uh, But I'm just curious, you know, what that's going to be for actors contractually. With more announcements later in the show, that's what we wanted to start off with. Matt, have you gotten tickets to anything? Because I was shit out of luck this morning, let me tell you. I I have not, just because, (laughs) like, I'm not going to come up at the height of September and all of this craziness. I'm going to wait a little while till I come up. Um, probably later in the fall, especially because there are some more things that are opening in October and November. So I'm probably going to wait until Mm -hmm. more of those come up. I will say L. Steven Taylor, uh, former guest on Tell Me More. Um, But yeah, like I, I know it's the, the Twitter circles that we run in, (laughs) but like everybody was sending out the Ticketmaster information before the shows actually announced. And like you said, those first three you talked about, we're going to talk about some more announcements here in a few minutes, but like everybody was jumping on the tickets. Um, To be honest, if I would have gotten one, a ticket to any of the shows that were opening uh, or returning on that first day, it might've been the wicked. Um, Yeah, me too. Like, I think I would have done it. Yeah. I wanted, I would have done the wicked um, one because, um, like, I know it's kind of cliche to say it, but like, I think Wicked's really good. Um, but it's also like emotional. And then, of course, I've mentioned this before on this show, like Glinda's opening line, like, oh, it's nice mm-hmm. to see me, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. It, it is whoever random blonde person you are um, is that's going to be in the show. Yeah. Um, but I probably would have gone for that. Some of the other shows that have announced yesterday and then today or, or mm-hmm. I guess Monday and Tuesday by the time you're listening to this, like I probably would have gone for those if I had to just buy one ticket for all of the, the reopenings. But like if we're just talking September 14th, it's not going to be Chicago. Unfortunately, it's not going to be Lion King. I don't know if that's held up as well. Um, Hamilton's great, but like it does doesn't hit me as much as it does a lot of other people. So I probably would have gone wicked. 
Oh, yeah. See, same. Um, also, that was my first Broadway show that I ever saw. So I was kind of excited by the idea. So um, hit me up. Anyone that has availability for <laughs> tickets because I can't get one. Uh, I get it. Like, yeah. And that's the thing, too, is like we have had a year, Grace, of such and I'm talking just about theater news, like such shitty theater mm-hmm. news. And obviously the news <laughs> outside theater has been like that, too, that it's just been really cool the last two days. Um, that folks have been able to have things to be excited about. All of the crappiness hasn't gone away. Like there's still ha- we're still having the discussions about um, race and uh, equity in theater. We're also still having the conversations about um, abuse, whether that's in terms of yeah. sexual abuse or bullying. Those conversations aren't going away. But it was nice to have a little bit of yeah. a, a respite for 24 to 48 hours where we were able to get excited about things again. And I think we mm-hmm. needed that as a community, as as fans. I'm sure the the uh, the the performers and the workers are uh, just yeah. as excited as we are. But like, it felt good to be able to go on Twitter and like see people be excited about something theater related for the first time in a long time. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. But again, I want to make sure that we are coming back with people's voices being heard and all of the marching and all of that was not for nothing. So I'm totally. equally as excited and also like, all right, please do the work uh, as well. I want to also recommend once again, the documentary on Netflix called Disclosure about trans inclusion in the arts, which features Alexander Billings, who you can see in Wicked, who I would like to see in Wicked as well. So let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor, Upstart. When it comes to paying off debt, it can often feel like an uphill battle. I certainly don't like it. Uh, I dread my credit card statement every month. It's not cute. We don't blame you if you're upset by this as well. So Upstart can lift the weight off of your shoulders so that you can finally feel the relief of being free from credit card debt. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off all of your debt with a personal loan and it's done all online. Whether that's the aforementioned credit cards or trying to find a way to get all of the different lenders consolidated into one loan, or if you just have stuff you have to you know, fund, whether that's a dozen tickets to Broadway shows as they start to reopen or whatever, you can do it through Upstart with just one simple fixed monthly payment. Unlike other lenders, Upstart looks at more than just your ridiculously ambiguous and undefined credit score. They look at income, employment history, and other things. This means that they can get you smarter rates with trusted partners, all with just a five-minute online rate check. You apply, you can get anywhere from $1,000 to $50,000, and you can get it as fast as one business day. So yeah, so find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash Broadway. That's upstart.com slash Broadway. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Don't forget, go to upstart.com slash Broadway. All right, so let's keep going with some Broadway off-Broadway news. And I know that, Matt, you're going to want to talk about this because you did just see Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, not this one. And we're going to talk about Little Shop. I know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You just saw it outside, but we do have an announcement that Little Shop of Horrors has announced that the 2020 Drama League winner, um, Outer Critics Circle, and Drama Desk Award-winning musical Best for Best Musical Revival will reopen on Tuesday, September 21st at the Westside Theater. Around the corner from Vivi, the best bubble tea in Hell's Kitchen. I just have to say that. Uh, Tickets are on sale now for performances beginning September 21st, 2021 through January 2nd of 2022. We don't know if they're going to extend longer than that, but that's the information that we have. And if you, you know, want to buy me a bubble tea and walk around the corner and see Little Shop, (laughs) um, yeah, we can watch, we can watch a plant grow on stage. Who knows? Yeah, like... 
<laughs> this this revival is so much fun. Like I was hoping for a little bit yeah. outside the like a, a, a quirkier production. Um, yeah. This is not that. It's very much a traditional <laughs> little shop, but it's so well done. And I would love to see some of the folks that were in it when this closed down come back. Um, Jeremy Jordan was just supposed to be starting his run in it. I'd love to see Jeremy come back. There was a ton of rumors at the time as to who might be coming in next to play Audrey. And I will just tell you, I would be head over heels to see this person play Audrey. Um, and if you've forgotten how Can long it's say? been, well, I kind of just did say it. You're new here, but there's there's clues in a lot of these things if you pay attention. Uh, but I love that production. It was so much fun. And really, I love the West Side Theater. Um, yeah, both the, both the upstairs and the downstairs um, houses. We talk often about the other Josh Cohen, which Josh played Cohen. there, like the oh. in the downstairs theater, and then Little Shop <laughs> is upstairs. Like they're both they're really really nice venues um, for off Broadway houses. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing a show there again, and hopefully it'll be Little Shop. Hopefully it's Little Shop. Hopefully you're getting a bubble tea. So I want to recap what Broadway shows we've put out a, a little Instagram, Twitter, kind of like a breakdown of the 2021 schedule that I want to kind of go over. So we know that Chicago is coming back September 14th, along with Hamilton, Wicked and the Lion King. Six is also slated to come back on that day as a preview and then opening on October 3rd. Today, we got an announcement from Aladdin that they will be returning September 28th. Come From Away will be coming back to Broadway, as well as right now they're filming the, uh, the pro shot on September 21st. Tina, the Tina Turner musical announced today, October 8th. Carolina Change, October 8th as well. And then an opening night, October 27th, presented by Roundabout. Ain't Too Proud is coming back, October 16th. We got that today, Very too. I was exciting, like, yeah. <laughs> that, that's one I've missed. Like, I haven't yeah. seen that one. And it had mm-hmm. um, Nick Walker, friend of the show, Nick Walker, is yeah. uh, seems to be back in it based off of his social mm-hmm. media posts. Um, so I'm glad that that's coming back. So I'm going to have the opportunity to to finally get a chance to see it. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it either. And it's one, it's one that I keep missing because I keep wanting to take a family member. I'm like, Oh, you're going to love this. And then I end up not going cause they don't come up to see it. So I yeah. need to well, go. We are not yeah. fam. We are not technically family grace, but if by the time I'm up there, you haven't gotten anybody to go yes. with you, we will definitely go together then. There you go. You guys have it here. Yeah. I'm inviting myself to go with you, but <laughs> I apologize. So anyway, no, this could be really fun. I'm so excited about it again. Like we've got Mrs. Doubtfire. We announced yesterday, October 21st for an opening night of December 5th. So there, you know, cause they were only three days into previews when, when everything shut down uh, jagged little pill will be opening on October 21st as well. Phantom of the opera, October 22nd, trouble in mind, October 29th with an opening on November 18th, the Diana musical, December 1st, they're coming back, you know, they've, they've already done their pro shot for Netflix, but they're, they're coming back to do previews December 1st and opening on December 16th company phone rings, door chimes, incomes, Ashley. Uh, she's so excited. December 20th, she will be there for previews. And then an opening night on January 9th, the music man, he's a, what he's a, what He's an abuser, and we're glad he's gone, Scott Rudin. Uh, the Music Man will be back oh, for previews. I, I thought you were talking about Harold Hill. I mean, because he kind of is as well. I mean, I mean, he's manipulative. So 2022, we also know Birthday Candles presented by Roundabout starring Deborah Messing will open uh, on April 10th, as well as Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is slated to come back next year. The 1776 revival also presented by Roundabout, question mark? Yeah. Am I right about it that? Is. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay, 1776 revival presented by Roundabout as well with Diane Paulus directing and Between Riverside and Crazy, which was kind of hinted on the show, just saying. Yeah, if you guys remember, Stephen McKinley Henderson was a guest on 
this week on Broadway. And when James asked him his feelings about the <laughs> fact that that show never made it to Broadway, despite winning the Pulitzer, yeah. he basically said, I can't. Mm. I'm not allowed to say anything about this potentially coming to Broadway because it might be potentially be coming to Broadway, but I'm not allowed to say it. So you have to listen to all of our shows. We give you hints where I dropped a clue about something earlier than this show. We get breaking news on this week on Broadway. I mean, uh, Jason Robert Brown also broke news there that he was writing um, the Mr. Saturday Night musical that no one knew for months after unless they listened to this week on Broadway. So head over to patreon.com slash Broadway radio. Get in on that stuff now. I heard good stuff about that in workshops, by the way. Like, I want to know where that went. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. So now we want to talk about which Broadway theaters are vacant still. Uh, The Barrymore Theater, which was the former home of The Inheritance. We don't know what's going there. The Booth Theater was going to have Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. That's not happening anymore. The Court Theater has planned renovations, of course. The Lyceum Theater is the former home of Sing Street. And we're not sure if Sing Street is coming back because we haven't heard anything. I mean, everything... Is, is rolling out the past two days and and I've kind of heard crickets from them. So that's just one thing to keep on your radar. The Nederlander Theater, home of the Lehman Trilogy, still vacant. The Palace Theater, which also planned renovations as well. And then St. James Theater, which was the home of Frozen. I'm still hoping the Frozen comes back for some reason. Like Sierra Renee deserves her flowers oh on that. She really does. Well, and I think <laughs> but, it w- yeah. I think it I think it'll come back eventually on tour. But another one that's yeah, another one that's not on your list is the Belasco. Um, my favorite theater that's embarrassing yeah it's not on there but that's where girl from the north country was and i wasn't sure if this one would come back um, just because like it got great reviews and probably would have won the tony last year i think um oh i think it would have oh well i think it was based on reviews i'm not saying it should have i'm saying i think it would have based on the voters um but They've been pumping out content like they just did a performance video with cast members. Um, So, like, I feel like they're getting ready to announce something. This would be one that I would not be surprised if they didn't announce that they're coming back in the spring. So they don't have to deal with the January and February lull that's already baked into the schedule. But I could see Girl from the North Country coming back two years after its original opening date and coming back sometime in March. Yeah, but do we think that Colton will come back with it? Because that was one of their biggest vehicles for it. And uh, uh, I, I don't mean, know that he'll have time. <laughs> he, I know he's doing a TV show or a movie or whatever, yeah. but let's be honest. I think Colton Ryan's great. Um, mm-hmm. He's not a draw. Like, nobody's coming to see Girl from the North Country because of Colton Ryan. Like, Okay, and, well, speak for yourself, Matt. There's two well, people on this show. <laughs> well, look. Yeah. We no, are. You. Maybe we are excited. You know, I'm personally going yeah. to see Mark Kudish, but, like, I don't think that there's a ton of people going to see it because of Mark Kudish. Um, like, I, I think that the show and, and Bob Dylan or what could sell yeah. that and the reviews. I mean, it got spectacular reviews that I didn't necessarily always agree with, but yeah. um, who knows? We will see. We shall see. All right. So finally, I want to talk about the Broadway Advocacy Coalition. They sent out kind of like an update of what's been going on. Uh, we have been covering what they're doing on the show as well. And we, as, as excited as we are about all these Broadway openings, we do want to be conscientious of the fact that like there's still work to be done. So Chesrae Dolpha and Zylon Levingston recently joined as the new artistic director and director of industry initiatives for Broadway Advocacy Coalition. Originally from Cape Town, Chesrae has worked with the Theater Development Fund, St. Anne's Warehouse, and the Dream Center in Harlem and currently serves as co-chair of the Task Force on Equity and Inclusion for the New York City Arts and Education Roundtable. Zylon has been a longtime member of the Broadway Advocacy Coalition to begin with, but 
but most recently as the creative director and will be leading the work within the industry as well as already being the resident director at Tina on Broadway, which of course we announced is coming back. Uh, great. Mm-hmm. Again, um, we highly recommend that you follow them on social media. That's Broadway FTC Coalition on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. They're constantly doing live events. They're doing Q&As. You know, the whole point is to educate the industry. And so it's it don't feel like, oh, I feel like I'm not, you know, wanted in that space. No, 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 no. It's for everyone to uh, ingest. So highly recommend doing that. And then finally, I'm inviting for recommendations, Matt, to talk about Girls 5 Up oh. because I've got a show that I want to recommend as well. I know you watched the first episode, Matt. <laughs> I did. I've only had time to watch one, but like it's it, yeah. it's so much fun. It's a lot of the, I'll tell you this, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's a feel-good show like Ted Lasso. I didn't get the Ted Lasso vibes. I got more mm. of, of um, like I felt like it was feel-good, but I didn't get those vibes. You're way too young to remember this show, but old people like me might remember a very weird show on MTV called Together. It was two and then gather um it's about a fake boy band that kind of actually became a real boy band in real life um for a little bit it um one of them was actually um chris farley's brother kevin he was like was old and fat he was the older brother in the band uh but they had some just absolutely ridiculous songs um their first like their one of their big ones is you plus me equals us calculus then there's the hardest part of breaking up is getting back your stuff um it's just like the some of the there's some other ones that i can't say on this show because i might get oh, fined okay. but like it's just like some of the dumbest things i ha- i still have that album on my itunes um somewhere uh, anyway that's what it kind of gives me vibes of like the fake band stuff but i love seeing the broadway folks i know that there's a ton of other broadway folks showing up um throughout the entire season so uh, i'm excited to catching up on the rest of it and watching the full season yeah, girls, girls five Eva. I mean, it's got you know Sarah Bareilles. It's got Paula Pell. Like it's it's gonna it's it's already. I hope it gets renewed for another season because I just want more content like this out in the world. So yeah. I'm glad that you watched it. I know you want to talk about yeah. um, this weekend. Z Way, who is a very popular like online YouTube, Instagram, and like comic extraordinaire, got their show premiering on Showtime this Sunday, and she interviewed Fran Lebowitz. Uh, she talked to Gloria Steinem. She also had Cola Scola, who is also an iconic comedian figure, um, having the most uncomfortable, sometimes funny, sometimes, you know what? I don't yeah, know what to do I with that. Yeah, Conversations. It. Yeah, it's too much. You're like, I can't, I can't. Um, but so I recommend uh, those are those are two kind of like shout outs to be like, this is try these two female creative things you know, let us know how you like them. We didn't create them. So it's not like you defend us, Uh, but there you go. Those are our feel good recommendations. Thank you for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway radio. Don't forget about our Patreon for Broadway radio, patreon.com slash Broadway radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's grace. Aki Matt, where can people find you? They can find me at BWW Matt. Thank you guys so much. And we'll see you tomorrow.